Kerosene lanterns from chai shops lit up Disco Valley from the edge of the bar area down to the beach. The sound of a distant petrol generator and swarming motorbikes could be heard in the background of conversations in a multitude of languages on chai shop mats. Half an hour before midnight, Doc Silver snapped a cassette into a Sony Walkman to start the party with I'm tired of getting pushed around by two men, a drum machine and a trumpet. Dancers jettisoned bags and jackets with chai mummers and headed to the dance floor like sonic moths homing in on ultraviolet frequencies. Prior to dropping down to Disco Valley from his hut on an upper terrace overlooking middle Vagator Beach, Jules had peeped into his ephemeris to scope what was happening in the heavens. The astrological weather spoke of chaos and transfigurement. Venus was very much in the mix. What kind of person threw a party like this? He snubbed the disquiet of inner voices. Take heed, all is not what you see. What went down with the dark dreadlocked DJ? Grappling with notions of emotional intelligence in deciphering the symbols of Zoo's horoscope, he felt himself being pulled deeper into the intoxicating mystery of her allure and wishing to savour it like willingly falling prey under a tantalising wicked spell and so just let himself float down the terrace slopes of the valley into the party, surrendering to what the mistress of ceremonies had in store. The air in Disco Valley was suffused with aromas of steaming spicy chai, incense, charis, and salty wafts from the Arabian Sea, together with odour traces of cow shit and sweat and flatulence from the loosening of muscular retention in the combustion of the dance floor. After midnight, vividly patterned creatures of the night energetically hopped then jumped and pranced and cavorted hyperspatially throughout its electrified Elysian zones. Teetering on a decision and not seeing Zoo in the party, Jules committed to a Berlin microdot. Doc Silver's novel selection of music was intriguing and highly engaging to dance to. Jules barely recognised one track. Dreadheads were getting down, flinging their rope hair about to mental house music and esoteric techno and weird hybrid fusion styles he couldn't get a handle on. The solid-state circuitry of MIDI Mavericks was tickling Jules' skin. It felt like sonic shiatsu triggering meridians in his body, making it move in new ways. Vocoders teased him like the utterances of cyborg creatures imparting mysterious codexes. In the midst of altered state dancing, in the sound shower's escalating elasticity, the microdot snuck up on him like a serpentine bullet train, mainlining his vagus, putting him in a fugue. He glanced into a warping visage of faces attached to shimmying and shaking bodies swinging with arms and legs, 
the non-pentatonic tunings of the psi harmonics in passages of the music transported him to foreign topographies of emotion where voices of an unknown dialect appeared. Had primitive ghosts become spirits in the machine? Textures in the fabric of the sound were both dirty and digital. Then the music changed. Angels appeared with blood-stained white wings, their halos tinged in minor chord dirge. Thoughts atomized, taking on the form of three-dimensional molecular geometry. The microdot turned the brain secretions of worrisome thoughts into floating shuttlecocks, easily battered away by a flutter of an eyelid on his dashboard. As the hallucinogen took hold, he became acutely aware of multiple parts of himself, the different sub-personalities that lived inside of him, all clawing at him, wanting to have their say. He was seeing green LCD crawler texts running over squirming, gyrating bodies on the dance floor that said, We give you a place of refuge. He wondered who we were. He spun 360 degrees and threw errant subpersonalities up against the ropes of his inner vision, summoning the overlord of his sentient superconscious mind to iron out the splitzer frantic mentasm which the hallucinogen was magnifying. Then, suddenly, from out of a frenzy of bodies all around him, an agile limbed figure appeared wearing glaring face paint with Thai hill tribe, vest open at the chest. The figure turned into a gymnast performing sped-up yoga asana salute to the moon moves, then stopped dead, motionless, in front of Jules and smiled. Ananta! Further afield, a bald-headed Caucasian Buddhist monk danced in a golden robe and a majestic cavalous female creature flapped diaphysis butterfly wings. The hilarity of the splendour erupting all around him set Jules free from being held captive by squabbling schizo subpersonalities. What were those parts of himself attempting to defend? How did those parts set up shop in his head in the first place? How much ram memory had they hogged in his hippocampus in the course of his life up till now? Wasn't it about time he reconfigured his memory board? Could this party be a silver bullet in snuffing out the hard wiring of prenatal code written way back in time? Like back when he was a zygote? Beta testing the waters of what would spew him into this life? User permissions granted? No matter how buggy the predestined OS of the operating system of his family psychological inheritance, its PRAM zapped and world-shattering labour of birth contractions, just like the pummeling rhythms of the technodelic music he now found himself surrendering to, the music playing was pushed by the invincible spirit. What did Cosmos and Psyche have in mind with the unique constellation of stars at the moment of his first breath. How much of this other self had colluded in the fate of the blueprint of the heavens? Jules was experiencing himself as a mysterious traveller beyond the vehicle of his body. 
The hallucinogen was unlocking chambers in his brain, depositories of residues of memories. Sounds in the music were opening up secret vaults of cryptic feelings embedded in fuzzy logic scripts. Strands of genome formed eons ago passed down through the quagmire of ancestral blood. Ensouled into what? His brain spuzzed. Axons on the spinning splatter of its infinitely vast hard drive threaded him all the way back down to the first memory of a homo sapien ancestor.